Wanderers, welcome to episode 141. The title sponsor for this wonderful episode of your favorite podcast is brought to you by our friends at Southern Indiana Hardwoods. Listen, we at the Wondering Dutchman podcast enjoy dealing with folks that are just good people. Nick Merkley is in that category of good people. Nick and Southern Indiana Hardwood is your official provider of Green Mountain Grills, pellets for those wonderful grills, and also they do wood pellets for heating. Nick has been an excellent supporter of your favorite podcast. If you are looking for a pellet grill, look no further than Southern Indiana Hardwood. The Green Mountain Grill comes in all different shapes and sizes depending on your needs. The variety of pellets to put in that wonderful smoker are unreal too. Give Nick a call today at 812-639-3974 or head over to their shop in St. Anthony and give them a visit. Thank you, Nick Merkley and Southern Indiana Hardwoods. The Wandering Dutchman Podcast. Where none of us are Dutch, but we all live in Holland, Indiana. Join us where we talk about what we all wonder about. This is the Wandering Dutchman Podcast coming to you from Smoker's Lounge. The Wandering Dutchman! Here we go. Back at her again, boys. Here we are. Yeah, episode 141. Get her, get her, get her. Here we go. A little flat tonight. A little flat. Tired. Yeah, long day. Long day. Long day. But you know what? We're not going to let that stop us from giving you the best show that we can give you. Because unlike Arlo, at least we show up. That's right. Shots. Fired. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see if he listens to the show. Somebody will sell us out on Facebook with that. Guarantee so, it. Probably. yeah. No, Arlo. We're just kidding, buddy. We had a uh, Arlo is still alive. I mean, I don't know if we've got a new a newspaper with proof of life, uh, but Arlo is alive and kicking. We yep. had a great meeting up at the Gaslight earlier uh, this, this week. week, where we talked about some of the business side of things that we don't get to. So. Really excited. We kind of had a little purview, a preview of this purview. Purview. Within your purview, David Allen Smoker. A little preview of what we may do this fall. Probably going to do an episode at one of the more historic places on 4th Street in Huntingburg. Uh, not going to let the cat out of the bag, but we'll just let you guess where that may be. Uh, but, yeah, we're looking uh, we're looking forward, looking excited, uh, looking. I can't speak. You're doing great. Can't speak tonight. You're yeah. doing great. Can't yeah. speak tonight. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're looking forward to just doing this. We're going to show up, turn the mics on let her and, eat. and let her eat. That's so, right. uh, episode 141, we're recording today is August 3rd. Trace. Mm. August Trace. Yep. August Trace de Dias de Agosto. Agosto. Yeah. The third day of August. Good work. Nice yeah. work, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, Enrolled in the dual immersion program here at Southwest <laughs> Two Boys County School Corporation. Uh, but yeah, we're here, so it's August 3rd. It's a little warm. We're in the dog days of summer. Oh, God. But uh, this will be dropping on August 11th, right? Does my math work out? Yep, I think so. Yeah, that's where we're at. So, uh, Big Mace, what you got? Uh, yeah, so like I said earlier, I'm tarred. But we're going to buckle up, get after it, and... Uh, Hopefully crank out a good one here. Hey. Uh, my week has been very quiet around the house. Why is that? 
Well, because my kids are gone. Ooh. My kids uh, ventured out to Arkansas to visit old Uncle Cody this week with uh, Mama and Papa. So the warden and I have been uh, holding the fort down, you know, getting some stuff done and working and, you know, kind of enjoying the peace and quiet, watching some movies and stuff like that. But uh, I'm ready for him to get back because we uh, we're going to. We got a ball busting weekend, man. Mm, Wiffle ball, Strassen Fest, all kinds of stuff coming up this weekend. So, other than that, man, it's it's just been another week. Smoke Daddy. Yeah, another week, another week. Uh, soccer's going on for kindergarten. We had kindergarten roundup. We got football for the sixth grader, and I guess Will's playing football too. I don't know when that. It's started. flag football. Yeah, it starts a couple weeks here. Perfect. Uh, for anybody wondering the. Uh, Aldi's $5 frozen sushi was pretty good today. Nice. You're still here. Yeah, still here. uh, And good health, even. Uh, Had sesame seeds rolled into it on the outside. Oh, so that's healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Oh, you weren't a fan. Well, I think there's... At first, I thought it was a... I didn't see him. Some sort of larva? Well, no, I didn't (laughs) see him, but there was a weird taste. And I'm like, yeah, that's malaria. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> to come to find out it was just This is how uh, it's going to end, right here It's just those uh, The board Is the board recording too? Oh god, I hope yeah. Did you hit it? Yeah, okay, I, I good. I did Good, good, good Sorry, I just had a moment of I forgot to do something Well, hopefully it turned off the stove Yeah But Janelle's at home and it's okay fine. We're good there yeah, we're But good yeah, other than that, I'm good, I'm good uh, Not quite as good as I was for episode one <laughs> <laughs> But maybe I'll catch up, who knows We'll but, make it through. Buddy, that was uh, the, uh, I mean, really, I think that's a great maybe t-shirt idea because uh, old blue eyes over there <laughs> got pretty lazy. on The old blue eyes got lazy, that, that but right, uh, oh, that happens. Uh, good to share that. If only people could have a little inside baseball view of what goes on <laughs> in our group chat. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me this week, uh, all the same stuff as smoke, kindergarten roundup, which is crazy. I mean, you guys have all been through it, but our eldest is going. She was super stoked. Uh, we're excited for it, so it should be fun. Um, it'll be it'll be good. Uh, other than that, soccer. Zoe, lo- she loves soccer, and I think it's just because you just get to run around and uh, you know kick and play and yeah. and do that stuff, but. Hey, I tell you what, I would never want to play for old Coach Mason over there because I saw some girls running some sprints because they weren't listening. Yeah, when you get up into the U8, it's time to buckle up. Is it? Yeah. That's when it comes? It's time to buckle up. Okay, because we had snacks in the middle of our practice this week, which is great. We don't do snacks. Uh, I could tell. You're making them run. We do water breaks, but we don't do snacks. Okay, only one water break, though. Yeah. And that's two minutes. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, but no, we, uh, it's been good. Played a little golf yesterday. <laughs> uh, the Epson tour is in town up at the resort, but, uh, I got a chance to play, uh, with some Louisville media folks. Um, so it was a blast. It was good. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, Donald Ross is a beautiful course. If you ever get a chance to play it, it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. But, uh, golf game, I'm not going to lie. Went through some pretty dark moments here these past couple weeks and mm, glow golf. No, like oh. bad, not playing oh. well. Like I started consuming every, my TikTok was full of golf help. Mm. <laughs> uh and uh and that wild YouTube. how those ag- algorithms yeah. work. Yeah. And so uh 
It's been all right. We played better. Uh, we played better on Tuesday, and so good. hopefully finish the uh, summer with a good stretch. But uh, yeah, I hey, it's uh, excited to be here. I <laughs> not working these much these past couple weeks. Kind of been what's the deal? Playing hooky. I was out Monday, Tuesday. Played yeah. golf yesterday. Yeah. Gonna go to work today. Tomorrow, gonna be up on the hill watching the ladies play up on the die course, mm. and then next week. Monday and Tuesday, uh, maybe spending some time with friend of the program, Dustin. Oh, okay. Uh, for some of that other stuff coming up down in Evansville, and then return to work. Mm, that's when I knew there was something else in October. Yeah. That's it. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a blast. But, uh, yeah, getting some work in. I mean, still employed, so that's yeah, good. That's good. <laughs> so that's good. So, still employed. Yeah. Hey, hour one, let's get to it. Hey, guess who's back? Who's back? Back again. back again. Who's back? Krigo's back. Whoa! The one and only neighbor down the road here, Matthew Krieg of Krieg Insurance is back. Matt is our specialist when it comes to Medicare, life, health insurance. Matt is committed to helping you find the best health or life insurance plan for you or your family, your business, and your budget. Give Matt a call today and see what he could do for you. Conveniently located right on the main drag of Huntingburg, Indiana. Go see Matt and give him a call at 812-684-9791. Hey, good to have our buddy yeah, Matt Creek back. That is right. I don't think he's gotten any bigger shirts, though. No. He gave me a bigger shirt. Yeah, he did. He gave, Well, yeah. He, what, who did he give that to? I know I got one. I mean, it's it's, it's better than an extra large. Yeah. Way be- Oh, I was... Mike's over here. I don't know why you got so far away. Your yeah. your bike. You just kept drifting and talking. I think last week uh, you were all Dave. Over the last place. week you were leaning hard to the right. <laughs> That's where your eyes were. You were all over the place last year. That's where they were. Well, you know. Uh, so my first. Responsibly. That's yeah. right. My first topic tonight is about something that I was wondering today. Hmm. A little wonder. I was wondering today if do people. Do the do younger kids like I guess the generation behind us? Do they still possess old timey skills like what we would have, or the generation above us would have, such as like tree ID? No, oh, I'm not good at that. Or canning tomatoes, or canning stuff, or making your own soaps and waxes and like kind of like homesteader shit, which <laughs> makes no effing sense at all because I don't make my own soap. I was going to say, when was the last time you made your own soap, big fella? Yeah, I've never done it. But so today we were uh, working in conjunction with the utilities department with the lineman mm. boys up there with the old bucket trucks okay. doing some junction uh, junction, doing some a uh, doing some right away clearing for the par lines mm. and at the same time opening up like the tree tunnels that we have around in, in Huntingburg, like just clearing the roads and stuff, you know, making sure, do you know what the minimum height for a tree limb is supposed to be in Huntingburg? From what? The road? From Yeah. From the road. Probably. Or no, from the top, from the back of the curb. From the back of the curb. Straight up. 16 foot. No. It's probably got to be higher than that. No. Really, I figured it'd be at least a little taller in a semi truck. No, six feet. No, no, God no. Well, why? You know what's the minimum? What's the minimum height, or what is the maximum height from the road to your trailer? 
13.9. Uh, 13.6. Okay. Yeah. So we, we usually trim 15 feet. What'd I say? You said 16 feet. Oh. No, you didn't. Yeah, he did. I meant 13 feet. <laughs> well, you're dead wrong. You're wrong. You're terribly wrong. So, yeah. So we were clearing all that stuff out, and it was like we were trimming predominantly oak trees mm. but there's like 55 different variants oh you got your pin oak and bur oaks and your chestnut yeah. oaks and your piss oaks and yeah. all them other oh, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, you know yeah, the old burly oak <laughs> so that's what my question was about was like you know this this one guy that, that we work with all the time mr Derek roth another friend of the show him and robert Myring and elliot elliot meyer they are uh, big tree guys they do a lot of tree cutting there, linemen do. Yeah. Because, you know, what, what happens uh, when trees grow on power lines? Oh, I imagine probably. Yeah, and the wind blows and it's not good. So they got to take care of them. Well, Derek is also a, I would say, like a hobby arborist, big mm. chainsaw guy. And, you know, got he cut a tree down at my house for me, him and a couple other guys. Uh, you know, and stuff, and it, like wedges and like felling, like mm. tree felling and stuff like that. You know, that's another old timey skill. There's a lot of lot lot goes into that. Mm-hmm. And I just wondered if uh, if people possess that still, mm-hmm. or, or or do they have the the desire to do that kind of stuff? Not not a chance. I don't know that it's the desire. I think it's just they don't have time. I don't think they have. I don't think it's a necessity anymore. So it's just going away, and that will make it soon a necessity again. But I think it's just going. Yeah, away. when the economy bottoms out. And what do they say about like uh, hard times make, make hard tough people, men, and then tough men make, make good, good times, times, and good, good times, times make, make soft people. people. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we're in the soft people side of it. Yeah, for the two guys that own bidets. Yeah, the millennials. <laughs> hey, by the way, I, no, I'm we're not, not going to go into it. No, we're not going to go into plumbing today. I had to fix it. There was a small water leak on the hot water side of my bidet feed. I had to fix that today. Go up see Mr. Dano up at Steinkamp's Home Center and get yeah. me new, uh, You know, it uh, took me 15 years to get to where I was comfortable using the John at work away from home. Right. And I finally got to where I'm like, okay. And I, but now fine. you're holding it and to that, get home. Well, no, but I don't enjoy it. I'm like, gosh, I feel like such a freaking heathen. Dirty. Oh, my God. Dirty. So I, I got to get another one. Like, I think to your point, like with these skills of what you have, I think it's you just – it, a lot of people think about where people live now and like what they do. Yeah. Like we live rural, rural, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I mean, not like at your place or bullfrog. We've, we fired up the chainsaws. <laughs> yeah. We we've did. done some work like that. I just think people that live in town, it's the urbanization, which by the way, of America. if you come down to my house to cut a tree up in shorts again, I'm going to tell somebody that you're trespassing. Well, hey, I cut trees in shorts and flip flops. Highly, highly dangerous. With that old farm boss two ninety C out there. Highly dangerous. Well, I get it's highly dangerous, but as one that has cut his leg with a chainsaw, like I've been down that road, Ooh. I have no fear of it. Well, there's no your fear. problem. Wow. No, I do fear it. Like Yikes. very. Maybe you shouldn't get a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> don't ki- don't kill that dream. Um, no, I just I think that there's. It is hot in here, boys. I'm I am not breaking down the third wall or whatever we call it. Criminally. I think I'm Dave's okay. going through menopause. Oh, menopause. I am perfectly comfortable. I, I don't am think sweating bullets. He over doesn't here. have enough. Well, like actually, that. just one bullet because you've got one wet spot on your oh, headband, and, that, and I'm pitting it. Yeah, you're pitting it bad. That's all right. um. I think maybe it's because Dave doesn't have his vodka lemonade to keep cool. 
Oh, that's that what it could is. Be it. Yeah. But those skills, I think there's people that are getting them because I think there's people that are interested in doing that. My, I, I adopt my father's perspective on some of those things, not the soap making, but you know, the, some of those like outdoor home improvement <laughs> projects. You can pay somebody a ton now, of money if you to do. Want to come it. down to the house and we could whip us up a batch of soap. I, I you know, I, I there's nothing wrong with making soap. We'll I've get never hog made it. lard because you can get. I'll like, bring it home from butchering. Yeah, we'll get hot. We'll put lard in it and. Uh, do we use lye in it? Yeah, you Lime, can. some lard, and I think you throw like some natural uh, smelly goods in there, you know, like pine sap. Oh, pine sap. Oh, turpentine. Old turpentine. Yeah. But other than that, man, like my mom teach, like cutting corn off the cob, you know, putting corn up. My mm-hmm. mom's still mm-hmm. we, blanching it and whatnot. Yeah, we do that. Uh, canning tomatoes. I mean, we, you know, we had to, like where you would boil the tomatoes down and then you'd put them in this thing and like you, we'd have to hand sift it yeah, like yeah. a masher you know making your tomato juice and then my, I, i'll never forget you know when anytime mom made chili soup or can you talk into the mic i am well it's kind of crooked going that way and you're looking at him i don't want to be it, critical it, we're gonna it, fight it, tonight we are in, at the pause okay please all three, not i'm gonna all three of all three i'm gonna eat a glizzy and then we got some great snacks from our buddy Corder Brian back there. But like we would go, we would go to the uh, <laughs> cellar and get a thing of tomato juice. <laughs> Anytime we'd make chili soup or any of that, you know, I think that's I think that's something. Your mom or anybody make do canned meat? Yeah. Yes. Oh man, my grandma does that. My cousin, she picked up on it this last year butchering. Yeah. Canned meat. Oh yeah, man, dude. it's like meat candy. Yeah, man. Like it's cooked, so you can eat it right out of the. It's real good for like beef and noodles yeah. or stews or anything else, so like or just you, right out of the jar. Mom would always do dad kill a deer or like you know beef, like you, the big like roast that mm. didn't have it like the cuts that were really lean, like mm-hmm. like a big ro- like a beef roast or something. Yeah, you cube it up and brown it, and then you put it in it. But then that the canning process, you have to have a pressure can. Mm, pressure, yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm it talking about. It cooks in the can though. Yeah, it cook like when you're canning it. You have to have a pressure canner. What the hell's them things called? Uh, pressure, it's no pressure cooker. They got a they got a different name for the it. Presto pressure cooker. Well, yes, <laughs> maybe. But uh, anyway, it was like a. I can't remember what the hell the thing's called, but it's like a big, not a stocked pot, but it's like a big pot. Pressure cooker. I understand, David, <laughs> but there's a different word for it. It's not just a traditional pressure cooker. But anyway, they would do that, and then like when you would boil that can, it would cook the meat, and then you could just eat it right out of the can, uh-huh. the jar, huh. or you could dump the jar. Sterilizer? No, no. it would be uh, there pressure would, canner. No, well maybe. I mean, they're just called pressure cookers. Number nine twenty five. <laughs> yeah, these were like the uh, sparkly colored blue. Well, uh, pots, crock pots. No, no, he's talking about the guy. There you thing. go. What's it called? Not stoneware, but uh huh. It's the old cowboy uh, oh, gosh, pot that's got the lid to it. Ceramicware? No. no, it's blue with white fleckles. Fleckles. It's got white <laughs> fleckles. <laughs> what the hell is that? But anyway, that yeah. So people like the canned meat. Well, like that right there. Yeah. The 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 teapot. I know. I brought cooker. that in there. Yeah. The coffee cooker. kettle, kettle. percolator type deal there. But anyway, yeah. Like canned meat. There's people that can fish. 
pickled like pickled Are you herring. Talking about the video we just watched? No, because <laughs> oh, that's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> we'll have to like tag and share that somewhere else because that's probably some of the most wholesome comedy you'll ever see. Some poor British guy this trying to the biscuit. <laughs> Bloody hell, that's eggy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, enamel. No, anyway, there's some kind of uh, fish, like a carp species, buffalo. You know what a buffalo is? Buffalo carp? Like, like a buffalo the ones carp. I used to roam. Oh, yes. Like yes. a fish called yeah. a buffalo. Yeah. You can pickle that and then can it in a jar, like pickled buffalo. Mm. Interesting. There's a guy, local guy here in town that does it. Really? And it's it's pretty good. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I just, I was, fe- I was feeling kind of, uh, Old timey when I was looking up because it what Boy Scouts that was like one of the big things. You know what I think there we, is. We learned there, a lot about that. There's a common thread we have here is the small things of Americana that are dying. Yeah, bother us. Yeah, that tells me that we've gotten to that age. It's a slippery slope from uh, here because uh, we next thing we know we'll be we're, drinking scotch and bitching about the government. Crotchety well, <laughs> old bastards. No, ah, some at the table. That just son of a bitch mowed two passes over the property line yeah, last that's week. That's where it's gonna and go. I've had enough of it. Yeah, that's that's where it's gonna go. But I think it's it's a nostalgic thing because we see our kids growing up, and. We see the world around us changing from yep. what our childhood was, yep. and we know they're missing out on things. Yeah, and that's just, you know, everything's online internet, which is wild because we rely on the internet and online yep. for this bad boy. But yep. you know, we're just incidental podcasters. Oh, I love it. So that's how the cookie crumbles. All right, can't wait to dive into this one. <laughs> well, actually, it's going to be a curveball. Now we're going to need some time for him to get this question out. What question? His topic to get through it all. Oh, this one word. Topic. Well, no, I've uh, curveball. Oh, that's right, curveball. Oh, curveball. It's call an audible. It's curveball. Called oh, an audible. Yeah, we take the time audible. to yeah. do the the notes. Yeah, he called an audible. Yeah. <laughs> Did you pull up that uh, what I asked about there, Dave? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That part>. Yeah. <laughs> I right. haven't tested to be sure it works. <sighs> Sometimes you just got to do it live, buddy. Well. You tell oh, me. Oh, hold on, hold on. Jeebus. Well, I don't know if this part's going to work. Oh, it's going to sound great. Oh. This is what we like, guys. Right here. Listen. Everybody listen. Evening at 5.30 p.m. His hold on, hold on. Goes to his basement. Try it again. Yeah, just hold on. Just hold on here. We're going to have to edit a small section. That's okay. And later that evening at 5.30 p.m., his sister Karen goes to his basement apartment where she discovers him unconscious on the floor. What? He's lying yeah. face down in a pool of his own blood. What? And this Is that spurs her call to 911 at 5.51 p.m. Officer Parker notes that when oh, he enters that? the Jessica? basement bedroom, Is that Jessica he sees several drops of blood True on the crime journalist? Officer Parker also speaks to Armand. Talking Along on with the, his girlfriend, Lynn, were home at the time podcast? of the incident. Are they here in he the lounge? He tells them he saw Sean around 5 p.m. watching a baseball game in his room. That's about a half hour before Sean's sister shows up. Does this have the Armand makings of a true crime? He went downstairs a How little bit later, time unknown, and found Sean on the floor. Seconds. And yeah. according to him, the shorter he one. thought oh Sean God. was sleeping. Honey, Sean's sleeping face down on the floor in a pool of his own blood again. Again, You know he hates it when you interrupt his face down blood naps. That's not a quote. That was just a fictitious recreation of actual events that only exist in Todd's mind. 
in my mind, just so you know, isn't a whole lot of a safer place to spend time than Sean's apartment. <laughs> so that little bit yeah! right there. Uncle Todd. So you guys recognize the voice. And if you're uh, an avid follower of the Wonder Dutchman, we went up to Indy to watch our boy qualify for Boston. Check. And then we sat down with Uncle Todd McComas. And Uncle Todd was generous enough to spend some time with us, talk about what he had going on. That's right. Comedian, true crime guy. Uh, it was tough to keep Masoner off of him, but we did smoke. <laughs> we, you know, luckily they weren't sitting on the couch together. Yeah. Uh, but that little clip there I wanted to share because they've got a new uh, true crime podcast coming out on August 30th called The Investigators. And so it's not your typical weekly true crime podcast. Todd McComas, a retired police detective and comedian, partners with award-winning investigative journalist Jessica Knoll to share their unique, informal style of case analysis. Together, they combine 40-plus years of investigative experience. That's a lot. To it is a lot. To break down key elements. That's almost the age of David Allen Smoker. That's right. Timeline and investigation. At the heart of every case is the victim's story. So this job is taken seriously, but because they don't take themselves too seriously, listeners can uh, get the expert analysis and commentary they should expect mixed with enough witty banter to feel like they're among friends. Dropping August 30th on Apple iTunes. That sounds like nice. a banger. Yeah, I think, uh, and I guess probably this, my love for true crime has grown a little bit, but when you know the people involved... Makes now, we don't better. know Jessica as much, but I think we'd like Jessica. She hangs out with Todd. Yeah. We like Todd. Todd's good. So, therefore, Todd and Jessica are good people, and yeah. we'd hang out with them. But I just wanted to talk Todd a little bit. Todd lets people puke in his yard. <laughs> He's a great guy. <laughs> He's an awesome guy. <laughs> Guys, it wasn't even that big a deal. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody we had just spit, what, four hours with? Hey, I'm going to puke in your backyard. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, guess what, man? You're not the first, and you won't be the last. And then that girl goes, oh, I puke every time I come over here. <laughs> yes. So we got to get back together with Uncle Todd. Yeah. Uh, see what his summer schedule looks like. But I just wanted to share that with our listeners as my first topic. Yeah. Uh, you know, Todd's been good to us. Every time we reach out, the guy's got a ton of irons in the fire. Uh, we posted, I think we shared out Todd's, you know, this, the investigators, and she liked it. Uh, and I'm going to try to get them both either on the phone that we can talk to him about this project and what's going on. But uh, I just wanted to share that with our listeners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, give it a listen, August 30th. Yeah, good stuff. Um, but uh, it's very cool. The longer trailer is like two something. Uh, and it's just, it's good. I think it'll be fun. That humor in there. If yeah. that's how the episodes are going to be, Tot's humor. <laughs> and he's got a very, like, uh, what do they call it? Gallows humor. Yeah. Uh, that gallows humor will be uh, on point and on fire. Guaranteed. With Jessica probably being the more serious professional. And uh, I think it's going to be a good mix, good combo. Sure. So I'm excited about it. It's going to be a good one. That's just what I wanted to bring to the table. Yeah. I know it's it's not a lengthy topic. It's not something heavy, but... Our buddy Todd's doing something big and important uh, with Jessica, and Todd's part of the Wandering Dutchman family That's because right. uh, he might uh, be the proud owner of a Wandering Dutchman T-shirt and koozie and koozie yeah. and decal and yeah. decal. Yeah. So there you are, Wanderers. Here's your homework: October or August thirtieth. Go on Apple iTunes. Check out the Investigators. It's going to be worth your time. 
Yeah, for sure. There we are. There Smoke, we what you got? <clears throat> okay. It's time to put on your imagination caps. Okay. I left mine at home. You're the lone survivor of a plane crash over a remote area of Canada. The uh, somebody, gosh dang it, Mace, you deleted my words. The day? No, no. The EMP <laughs> that caused a plane to crash. Would that cause the plane to crash? Oh, In yeah. my story, it definitely did. Well, but hold on. If you wanted me to put on my thinking cap. I didn't say thinking. I said imagination cap. Well, in my imagination, an AMP just kills the electronics. So if we had a, do we, what kind of pilot do we have? Is this guy like a Vietnam vet or is he fresh out of flight school? He's fresh out of flight school. Oh, the plane's shoot. got an electronic ignition. So it can't go with no juice. The pilot's taking a nap because he's got a pacemaker. And he, yeah, but he's a new pilot. Okay, so he's an old pilot. The pacemaker took it out. <laughs> Mace, you got to stop changing my letters. Anyway, it took out all and any electronic devices that you or anyone else had on the plane. It's winter. You noticed while the plane was crashing that the rivers were freezing over. Walk me through your first few steps on the ground. So if it was winter, they would be frozen. So you're saying freezing over. So that's probably late fall. Sure. <laughs> As the plane was crashing, it looked a little frozen, but no, it didn't get. The I've never actively watched water freeze. And I feel like if it would be a wild deal to watch it freeze while riding a crashing airplane to the ground. Well, but I think. Meanwhile, the, old boys, EMP, <laughs> pacemakers, pace fresh out. The young 25-year-old guy. He had pace a birth maker. defect. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. It's a tough spot. Yeah. T's and P's. First thing I would do, so if the plane crashed underwater or in water. That Where was, does it crash? Does it, is it on land, the ground? In the, on land. Oh. I'm just saying. Water so was frozen. Have you ever read a book cold. called The Hatchet by Robert Paulson? <laughs> I feel like I've heard of it. Uh -huh. You've never read it? Wow. Because well. there's The Hatchet, there's The Hatchet 2, there's The Return to The Hatchet, there's The 30th Anniversary of The Hatchet. It's The River. And then there's Brian's, The Hatchet Junior. Brian's Winter. Uh, but anyway. But this uh, has been something you read in high school? Spoiler alert. Uh, middle, middle school. Spoiler alert. Uh, that this is The Hatchet. That's the exact. This is the yeah. storyline and the plot for the hatchet. This is the exact. You would actually really like the book. You really okay. don't know about the hatchet. It's probably one. Because when you sent this out today, I was like, oh, Smoke's trying to pull a quick one. Mm -hmm. He's he's giving us the plot of the hatchet, mm -hmm. but he's updating it a little bit. Mm. Turns out you have no clue. So, I, don't, I mean, we might have read it. I, I didn't do so If you graduated from South, this is going to sound like one of those. Well, Indiana, Indiana should be all similar on the... Uh, Depends on what you would have read. Mm -hmm. But if you graduated from Southridge High School in between, what, probably 2002 or three through... So Steckler, Jared Steckler would be the one to ask this. If we could phone a friend right now, because he's all in on that book, too. But I, I can't remember. It may have been fifth grade. Or it may have been early middle school or late elementary, one or the other. Yeah, I had a lot of low grades in the reading ages. <laughs> yeah. um, I remember a book called The Giver. Mm. Oh, The Giver's that a good rhymes book. with the river. One. Or wait, no, what'd you call it? The Hatchet. Mm. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Well, that's a movie with Jack Nicholson. It's a, book, a book as well. Too. How to Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, what All those uh, cult classics that we were forced to read. Mm. You say it like such a bad thing. Forced. We're chained to the wall and forced to read. Yeah. Uh, first thing first is you got to have fire. First, Second thing second, you have to have shelter. Third thing's third, you have to have water. And fourth thing's fourth, you got to have food. 
That's a Boy Scout in him coming out. Be prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because if you're in a Canadian winter, you got to have something. You got to get something ready to cover your ass in a Ricky Tick because it's going to get effing cold. Yeah. And effing cold kills your ass. Yeah. That's what happens. Well, Just and so I think know. what I would add in there too is do we have any other people on board outside of the pilot? They're all dead. Everybody died. You're the lone survivor. How many people, though? They're all dead. Well, how many people, though? Because that could. That could what's Rhodes prevent you from five. What's what? what? I mean, how many people's on a plane? What 75? kind of plane you driving? I don't know. I've only been on a couple, like the kind that you took drive my big planes ass or you fly Diego. planes. Oh well, Jesus Christ, 150. Well, if there's 150 people in there, you got plenty of food. If you're the only one to survive, yeah, it's going to freeze through the winter. Hell, you could get drunk and everything. You got yeah. enough mini bottles yeah. and everything else. Yeah, we thought you well, were nine going nine times out of ten. If we're if we're up in northern Canada and we're gonna we're gonna ride, it's like a twelve person seat, twelve seater. Yeah, uh, probably not even uh, that. Not even that. We're, probably let's just say we're like six. in a super cub, and it's just you and old uh, mm, you, yeah. and, you and old pacemaker cat. Yeah, and that's one what other happened. Guy. That's what happened in in the in the hatchet in the hatchet. Yeah, just him and the old dude. So to Mace's point, you're right. You got, in the book. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to have. That's shelter. why they crashed. You got to have shelter. So your plane, depending on how torn up it you is, you gotta have fire. Well, but you hope there's enough fire from the plane. Oh yeah, from be, wreckage, like you could go and uh, yeah. harvest some torch flame. Yeah. Now, did we land close enough to like a cave somewhere where that's easy transition? Oh, or no? I don't think they took a map for the crash site of it. Okay. Well, <laughs> I thought he was gonna say like, did it cla- did it crash close to a Walmart or <laughs> a case? Did it, cr- I it crashed in Toronto, <laughs> like downtown Toronto. Um, yeah, because yeah, you're gonna eat the pilot. There's enough food there to give you. A- you okay, so that was one of my questions. Would you eat a person <laughs> if it meant surviving? Hell yeah. You get the shakes. What the hell is that called? No, but you got to cook it. You got to cook it enough. Huh? Uh, trichin- no, trichinosis no, is what you get for eating Turkey. raw bear meat. Oh, and pigs. Trichinosis? Mm-hmm. It's a- and it's any cloven hoof thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that's not because bears don't have cloven hoofs. Stephen Ranella. Stephen Ranella got trichinosis for eating uh, bear meat. B- yeah, raw bear meat. Too rare. I think like monkey meat will do it too. Yeah, so that was one of my things. Mutilated I'd have a hard, monkey meat? I'd have a hard time. Would I eat monkey meat? Mutilated monkey meat. Would you eat a dog? No. Yeah. Hell yes. I'd eat a dog. You would eat a dog? Without a doubt. You would chop Ruby up into steaks and eat her? No. If I was going to die? Oh, you're talking yeah. about a survival thing. Well, Obviously. Oh, Jesus, I'm not asking oh, him to I eat thought, his dog yeah, for Sunday fun day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, come over. Let's murder the dog and throw her on the pellet grill. Well, you'd want it to breed out a little bit. And hopefully it's a Green Mountain Grill. Shout out Nick Merkley. Southern uh, Indiana Hardwoods. No, I thought you were talking. I thought we had moved on from this hatchet story. Well, hell to- no. Yeah, no, hands down. So you'd, you'd eat, eat a person. Dog. Oh, yeah. I don't. Mm. I would probably turn you're the person into oil. You're three to days to run the torch, because I'm assuming he's going to be a portly fella if he agreed to take me up. There. Jesus Christ! Can you imagine how long I would burn for? If you were rendered down right, I think it rendered down right for some months. Now, see what I'd do. I don't think I'd eat a person. I think I'd use the person as bait to catch stuff that I'd rather eat. Than what are you going to kill the bear with, there, hot shot? You going to wrestle it like you're going to wrestle sharks? Maybe choke hold. <laughs> I'm gonna choke, I'm gonna choke this, this grizzly ass. down. I got it. I'm gonna take the propeller off of the airplane and whittle it into a uh, shark's dick, and then <laughs> you say a shark dick, a, sh- a sharp stick. Oh, I sharp stick. Oh, I he said shark stick. dick. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. Okay. That's worse than you know. There's nothing worse than getting a shark's dick in your eye. 
You know what I mean? Like falling on a shark's dick, you get yeah. it's just tough. Yeah, you beat that one dead. Anyway, uh, yeah, but no, I think, uh, yeah, first thing. So you'd eat the person, not use them as bait. That's I weird never said that I would eat the person. I did. Clearly, I stated I would because here's the thing: when you you have to find something. Obviously, you're going to wait a couple of days to do it because you're going to try to find other. So if we're in that winter time, the body will stay fresh for. Yeah, if you're foraging for berries and stuff, you might get some late season still hanging on there, but probably not great. We're by the river, so hopefully maybe we can catch some fish. Maybe that salmon run's coming. Through. Oh, yeah. Catch you a big boatload of steel. He bed. did say you to use our, you know, our creative minds and powers. But I just, I mean... Look at what they do. I'm dealt. chopping up the survivor, or the, not the survivors. <laughs> oh, boy. The He's de- already dead. The, the deceased uh, for bait. And then I'm using parts of the plane to make a bear trap. Like, parts of the plane for a bear trap. Yeah. And then the rest of the plane is going to be my shelter. Because that bear is going to walk in and be like, oh, hey, Dave, what's going He's on? Gonna, uh, Trapped you. He's going to take the uh, No, no, because up there glass. in that part, you should know the, the seat belt. No, it's make a piece like of a, glass and for like skinning the, that bear. Yeah. And then he's gonna like wear it like a bear coat, like the in the reverend. I think I would look great in a bear skin cloak. What? Did, yeah. What was the, the revenant? Yeah. That's when well, Leo DiCaprio. Was Leonardo thinking, DiCaprio. Uh, he got he in hid it. in the cave of a. No, he got in the gut locker, or he got in the yeah stomach of one. What's like the old bear. western that the dude just did not too long ago? Jeremiah Johnson. No, 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 no. no. True Grit. The that old one. western. That yeah. one. True that, grit. That was, old guy on the horse hat was wearing a bear. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, I think it's great. I think you'd look good in bear. I love. So this actually kind of tied into yours a little bit. Just like how, like. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like the so whole. Wilderness, so wilderness survival. We, there you go. So we did. I was never in any. I was an Eagle Scout. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. Humble and brag. We, what was your Eagle Scout project? <clears throat> the uh, Irene Bartle. uh uh, spectator terraces, hmm. the Irene Bartle baseball field down yeah, here. Like the, use a little touch up. The spectator terraces. Well, it was twenty years ago. Yeah, whenever there was an it actual was longer. That yeah. was when there was an actual league there. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that was my project. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is we we did wilderness survival, and we had to do three days, no, two days, and all we got was. <laughs> like a hard-boiled egg for bait. Forty ounces of water. <laughs> Forty ounces of water. I think a, a section of paracord, and then we had we got a flint and steel, and then they didn't. They just left us go, and then we had to you know maintain for a while. So two days though, you could just yeah fail and still yeah. I took a lot of naps. Yeah. <laughs> Ate that egg pretty quick. You know what I mean? But then, uh, yeah. I could see him like. Conquering other people for their eggs. Hey, some bitch, give me your egg. <laughs> I, you know, I think, I think it would be cool Bloody hell, to know eggy. a little bit about what the special forces guys oh, when they do their insane. winter mountain training. Yeah, and just it would be. I bet it would be hell. Did you well, watch? Did you watch the show? Did you ever watch the show? Uh, what the hell is it called? With Cody Lundeen and the guy, the the barefooted dude, survive not Survivor Man, but the uh, Bear Grylls. No, it was kind of like that. But there was the two guys. Oh, what he the was hell? the guy that was barefooted, a big Indian yeah. looking bastard that was barefooted. Mm-hmm. And then I think the they other were from dude Eastern was, Kentucky. The one guy was Special Forces, and the other yeah, dude was yeah, a barefooted yeah. hippie uh, from out in Arizona. 
Lost, yeah. Lost, uh, uh, wilder. I don't know what it's called. Lost in the wilder. Yeah, I know what you're it's talking about. It's one of those cringy-ass yeah, well, reality The one TV guy, shows. the barefoot guy with the bandana was from, like, Arizona. He lived in, like, a mud hut or Yeah, something. like a yurt. Not a yurt, but, like, an in-the-ground house type yeah. thing. Yeah, pretty neat. Self-sufficient type. I'd deal. like to have an in-the-ground, like... But the, it's just crazy the, the different styles of survival that you... You know what I mean? Like, you got this special force dude that, like, we need to piss in a snake skin and full of... Your urine is full of vitamins and stuff like that. And then the other dude's like, just... Be one with nature and take your shoes off and uh, build a fire and go find some berries, bro. You'll be fine. I don't go barefoot in my own house. No, I do. You'd never make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll be eating your ass for... <laughs> God, hey, come eat this ass, dig, big guy. Digging dig uh, Casey's <laughs> beard teeth. <laughs> come on and get it. There we go. You like duck meat? <laughs> Duck down, get you some. Oh, I'll be picking Casey's beard hair out of my teeth, you know. Hey, I've been in the gym, been hey, walking. Have we seen you walking? Uh, the kids seen you walking. Like, kid, Dad, does Casey need a ride? <laughs> That's always great. No, he's exercising, honey. Trying not what to the have hell? a heart Book attack. Book of Eli. Yeah. Book of Eli. With Denzel. With Denzel. Cat oil. Wait, and they was Denzel the, really they, in it? Yeah. I was just speculating. And they, ch- they they made him, let me see your hands. And if you shake. You're eating people. You're eating people. Because it's a, it's a, it's not scurvy, but it's something. Scurvy. It's a, it's a condition. Scurvy. When you eat scurvy. only Skip meat. You some vitamin C. That you, uh, it gives you the shakes. Mm. I can't remember what the hell is it called. Yeah, but you got to cook it. Right. Yeah. It's not trichinosis. It might be. I think it can also cause like a madness of some sort, like a mad cow. Well, well, but do you ever see that thing that shared online where the lady was like, uh, went on a date, didn't go well, and then got sick, and turns out she tested positive for whatever, and was like, "Oh, who'd you eat dinner with?" And then it turned into this serial killer. You see it shared out on social media on occasion. Nope. Okay. Uh, shaking hands is a kuru disease, which is contracted by eating brains and spinal cords of other humans. Good grief. I yeah. bet that's pretty prominent over there in uh, Papua New Guinea, mm. over in those cannibalistic oh. tribes. Well, we probably don't have any fans over there, so no, that's okay. hopefully not, because if they found out that we knew that they had it. and they This could, whole time, I thought they were just dancing. No. Uh, they just had the shakes. They had the shakes from eating too many spinal cords. So do you think that's like an LSD type thing? Like, you uh, think if you get into that stuff? That I doubt it. No, nope. I think it's just. Uh, Do you think some memories taste better than others? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, uh, nope. That's yeah. a tough spot. No, that's what do you think Dave. the memory that I have of me catching human shit out of my one of my kids from it getting on the rug tastes like? Oh, yeah. Probably shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be. It's time. What's the time for? The pause for the cause. Well, can we? Can we ease into this a little bit? Yeah. There's going to be some people shocked by this. What for? Well, just we're just changing things up Times a little bit. Times change. Times change. Scenery changes. People's, Seasons change. People's come. People's go. <laughs> if they're lucky. <laughs> if they're lucky. Uh, yeah. So just like the guy that used to shovel the shit off the street for the horse and buggy said, you're taking my job. We got a new sponsor for the Pause for the Cause. Hey, hey! And the new sponsor for the Pause for the whoa, Cause whoa, is... There is no... Like, this is... Maxie's Barbershop is still... Yeah. 
He's I mean, in the stable. Yeah. He's a staple Kinda, of the Wandering Dutch. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Now, if he brought some of that meat candy that came like mm. episode like six. Yeah. 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 Maybe bring him back. The Pops for the Cause is brought to you by the Wandering Dutchman. Oh. Whoa. The Wandering Dutchman. Did first. we approve this yeah. at our meeting? We did. Financially? The br- the <laughs> God bless it. <laughs> The Wandering Dutchmen are sponsoring the first annual Backyard Barbecue Competition at the Holland Fest on September 15th and 16th. We are having the first annual Backyard Barbecue Competition. We're limiting it to 20 teams. There'll be a cash prize. There'll be other prizes. There'll be merch to be bought. There'll be a People's Choice Award. There might be some pretty cool aprons or something like that maybe involved. But other than that, uh, we got, it's time to sign up. By the time this episode comes out, you should be able to sign up. We got a logo built. We got an Eventbrite page set up. We got the rules finalized. Now all we got to do is. It's all over but the cooking. See who who signs up. So when you hear this, go check it out. We'll post the link. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> cannot wait until we are in the beautiful Holland Park for the first annual backyard barbecue competition. Can you imagine what that's going to yeah. smell. Like? Hosted by yours truly. Well, hopefully it smells mm. delicious. It's going to be great. And are we going to be judges there? Uh, probably not. Oh, there's going to be a lot of skin in the game. Hopefully. Oh, so we're gonna have to. I've got a pretty heavy hitter panel lined up. Yeah, people that know their way around the barbecue spot. Yeah. Really know the meat. Yeah. I think there's some real pressure out there. There might be, yeah. Hopefully but there is. I thought that I was going to be a judge and like a Russian, uh, Russian <laughs> diver, Justin, like those Russian judges that are on like figure skating and stuff. Like you sit, <laughs> like hey, hey, here's the twenty, here's the twenty, and I'm like, hey, this is great, net. But. I guess not. It's my birthday uh, weekend. I imagine I'll be on one. Yeah, baby. I'll I be think, on one, too. I think I'll be there representing us with pride and, and glory. Yep. Hey, hour two, Smoke. But guess who's representing us for hour two, David? Well, let me tell you all about it. Catering by Meyer. Hey! Yep. Catering by Meyer. Catering by Meyer. Catering by Meyer. Dang it. I hoped if I said their name three times, they'd appear like a genie. Unfortunately for us here in the lounge, it didn't happen. <laughs> but for you, pick up the phone and call Catering by Meyer. They will get you booked on the schedule. Whether it's a small family gathering or a large wedding with 300 guests, Catering by Meyer can do it all. Bomber season is officially over. The fellows went on vacation for some R&R, and now they're back to serve you better than ever. Call and schedule an appointment with them today. Before you do, call, check out their great website, and look around. Plenty of options to get the planning going and the mouth watering. Hey, hey! I tell you I what, like it, I'm a creative you're, ad you're reader. Good, yeah. I'm glad you kind of picked up on it a little bit. Thought maybe I just didn't spaz out and put <laughs> catering by Meyer three times. <laughs> Copy and paste. Yeah. <laughs> Copy and paste. Well, this Debbie put catering by Meyer here three times. Oh, we got. Boy. Well, guys, it's uh, it's time in my fatherhood. Hmm career that I feel like there may be a little bit of a difficult conversation that is going to have to be had coming up here. And it's the talk about puberty. 
And I wanted to talk about that. I know you're not there yet. No. David has had it probably once. Probably did. Probably twice. Getting ready to well, yeah, anyway. And hopefully Dave went through puberty. Yeah, so for sure. Knows. Like we all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I say my topic is at what point do you have the talk about the big change? Like puberty, right? So my kids just turned ten uh-huh. in April. And I was kind of blindsided by the warden. She had, uh, excuse me, she had put a um, a couple of books in there, um, <laughs> birthday gifts, I guess you would call it, uh, about said issues or things. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to know, like. This is a tough topic for me to even try to think about, to talk about, you know, as a dad and everything like that. You know, like with my daughter, I mean, my son, he'll be fine. Yeah, he's going to get hair on his balls and his voice is going to drop and everything will be fine. You know what I mean? That's just what yeah. happens because that's what happened to me, you know. And like on the, the, I'm just not ready for that girl thing, man. I am not ready for it. And I know you can't relate to that because you have no girls, but. And maybe I just. Jenna told me that the, the talk was me because they're boys, and if we had girls, it was her. Okay, so it was <laughs> she's she's on the scapegoat on that one. Yeah, so I so think you, you dodged the bullet. Well, no, I think she dodged the bullet. Well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, you're right. So I think what I think my warden has enough grounds for you to tell your warden that that's hers. Yeah, her that, territory. It's her. It's her deal. Though. You've never gone through puberty as a female. How no, are you going to tell him? No, I haven't. Yeah, but I just like. She was talking about, she was talking with another girl friend about like the emergency starter pack mm. that they're going to have to like carry in their backpack. Oh, yeah. That's something that I'll. And, and it's like that gives me the most anxiety thinking about. Like my buddy that I work with, his daughter, you know, she went through the change a little sooner than others. Because I think I think that's another thing, too, not to get on the old conspiracy train. Yeah. But that's something that's happening a lot earlier now. Well, I think this goes back to what we were talking about with tough guys and soft people and the whole thing. You think? Well, I feel like back, way back when, 1700s, wasn't it normal for like 14, 15-year-olds to be married and like starting their... Their deal there. Yeah, I guess you're so. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, which I don't know. I guess what I'm. It's crazy to us now, but I think at one point in time that was probably. You know, well, you only lived to thirty, fourteen. You're half your life through. I guess so. Isn't that a sad thing to think about? It's crazy that in those dark ages and middle ages, like your average lifespan was like thirty-four. You're old. (laughs) You worked like a freaking dog all your life, right? I'm just going to start telling people food. that I'm a 104. wise elder. Dysentery. Because I'm Dysentery. 39. <laughs> Listen here, young pups, I've seen it all. <laughs> Buddy, you have. You whippersnappers. You, you have, you have. No, you know, it's interesting with, um, I don't know, because I, it's kind of such a weird thing because I think with the internet nowadays, I don't know how much of the talk <laughs> occurs. So that's what my buddy, my other buddy, uh, another friend of the show, owner of Monty's Pizza, old Squig, Squiggly Squig Dog, he was saying that, uh, 
you know, something about we were talking about the boys, you know, because so here's here's what it got what's got me started on this. <laughs> I dropped my daughter off. So Justine was at the warden was at the soccer field already. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I had the kids. Yeah. And I had to drop one of them off at softball. Yep. One of them off at baseball mm-hmm. and one of them off at soccer. So when I got home from work, I said, hey, everybody get your shit together. We're leaving in 20 minutes. Because I had to, in turn, get my shit together. You know? To leave in 20 minutes. Yeah, to leave in 20 minutes. I had to ditch my work clothes, wash my face up, uh, you know, hit the bidet, freshen up a little, powder my nose, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. Well, then, when I, so we, we get every, everybody's got their shit. We're all loaded up in Tanya Tahoe. We're heading to Huntingburg. We're getting everything rolling. Drop said kids off at each spot. Nothing's, everything's fine. We're done. We get back home, showered up. Everybody's going to bed, and then the warden and I are having our conversation time. And she said, hey, uh, I know you didn't know or think about it, but you have to make sure that our oldest daughter wears a sports bra to soccer and things now because she's starting to... uh, you know, develop the little skeeter bites, for lack of better words. <laughs> she's going to love it. Yeah, she's going to love me. You know, but she doesn't listen because she's not, this is not a children. This is not a children's podcast. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and it's like, yeah, I didn't, I mean, I didn't think, I mean, good Lord, I don't think of that shit, you know? No. And then I, but then, but then, you know, the thing is, is not to sound like a creep or anything, but like you, when you look at it at the, from the scheme of things and you look at some of her other classmates, that are at the same age and you're like oh god like yeah like they need to be wearing a bra <laughs> you know what i mean and that's like that's like it's something that i am not mentally prepared for like i'm i'm not ready for it i think the broader topic on this is there's phases in our lives that we get to i think it goes back to your when is your moment of clarity yeah. whenever you become an adult well i had one smack yeah. me in the face last weekend when i got my ass ripped for not making my daughter wear a bra to soccer practice yeah it it is so obviously uh rep man today's date seven months seven months old that's awesome and you know everybody's like oh is there gonna be a fourth and i'm like yeah no i'm done like i'm good like i think that's a phase right you get out of that those child rearing years oh yeah and then you get into that next phase where it's the toddlers. Oh, yeah. And you're running around, you're doing a bunch of toddler stuff, Nightmare. and you're doing all this. And then, like, you get to where we're at now with a little bit with, like, Zoe, where we get into the school-age things, and we're hanging out at soccer press, griping because there's no freaking trees and it's hotter than the devil's ass down there. <laughs> but the field's in great shape. Field's great playing surface. Excellent playing surface. Just wait till this Sunday. Oh, I can't wait. But, like, you get to some of those, like, points – and it's like, this is a phase we're getting out of, hopefully. Janelle doesn't listen to the show, but from my perspective, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. But, you know, it's just one of those things. And I think you're entering into it. Like, you've had it with a boy going into high school. Like, I can't believe Elder Smoke's going to be a freshman. That's wild. I mean, he was out here, and he needed to shave his face. Yeah. He looked like, I mean... Just the testosterone. Oh, just, man. It just, there's. A flat ass lady killer. Yeah. I mean, th- slap a little patchouli <laughs> here. <and there>. Oh, God. 
No, but, maybe some like Giorgio Armani. Armani, yeah. <laughs> or, the, or, or some Curve or Known something Known as like much that. as he likes to fish, it'd probably be fish guts and worms. Yeah. But that's Anus okay. Oil. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. But I think it's just a phase of life you're getting into. And I don't know that there's any great way to navigate it. No. They do those commercials where it's like you don't have to be a rock star to be a parent. And this is one of them where it's going to kind of, you have to trust what they're saying and what they're telling to and you. I, so that book thing, like I never even thought about that. That's why your wife's a smart woman. Oh, she is. And I'd be screwed without her. But the uh, the thing is, like, if there's like there's like pictures in there and the kids are like, oh, mom, why is there a picture of a wiener in here? You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit like that. But, like, I think my kids are still at the point where, like, even when they see, like, if we're watching a movie or something and one of the kids will pop their heads in and, like, there's, like, a make-out scene or, like, if I would say... Maybe you and the warden are sitting on the couch smooching. Yeah, or something like that. You know what plans. I mean? They're all like, ugh, quit, you know? And then, like, if I have a tick... Like, Max has this thing where he'll sit at the desk which is directly behind the recliner in the living room. And I'll be like scrolling through TikTok, and there'll be one with like the old, uh, yeah. you know, the old TNA, <laughs> the old boobies jiggling around there on the old ticky tack. And Max will like, dad, what are you watching? Like, God, it's gross. You know what I mean? And I'm like, well, son, I've one of these days, you know, you're I've, just I've, not there yet. I've told you this before. There is a, there is some imaginary line from when you go from seventh to eighth grade is that what it is because i coach those boys and every once in a while when the high school cheer team oh comes strolling by oh boy. and it's february or march and we're working indoors <laughs> you'll take a survey of the of the field house and you'll look the sixth and seventh grade kids oblivious to it there could be a train rolling through there and it would be like no clue because they're just in their own world Baseball, 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 talking about whatever video games or whatever. Those eighth grade boys, all of a sudden the chest gets puffed out a little bit and they just kind of like, <laughs> man, we're going to really do this right. And you just watch them and they're just, Wendy, oh, oh my goodness. Wendy Pfeffer, Wendy Peppercorn. <laughs> it's what it is. Uh, That's what it is. Oiling and lotioning, <laughs> lotioning and oiling. What a I mess. can't take it anymore. Classic. It's a good movie. But anyway, I was just wondering about that because I know you had been through it kind of like you said, but you know, I think boys are yeah, you're gonna get hair on your balls, your armpits are gonna get hairy, your bo you're gonna get achy with your growing pains, you're gonna wake up with a boner like it's Wait, just, I'm still growing because I get achy. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like that, those, that, that's the arthritis. Those things, arthritis. you know what I mean? That that's just things that happen, you know what I mean? And uh, the the whole thing with the girls, like it just, um, hopefully that yeah I'm not gonna, that's that's why I'm out on that. I think you just got to keep a clear line of communication. Yeah, go talk to your mother. <laughs> yeah. uh, your mom will be home at eight thirty. Yeah, that's a but question for your then, mother. How about a candy bar? Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's popsicles in the fridge. Don't come back in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, I wish you the best in yeah, this journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really do. Thank you. Yep. All right. Well, you got. Well, I can't wait for this one because this is a drastic change. <laughs> Which one do you want me to use? Well, this one here is fine. Yeah. The original one or yeah. this next one? Whichever one no, you want. This one my here. original hour one. You want my hour two? 
I must have been hungry when I did this. I guess. Because I was going to do something food-related on my first topic, and I thought, damn, we're going to sound like total fat asses. <laughs> Casey and I both bang out food topics right after the other. Some people watch this. They know we're total fat asses. <laughs> <laughs> They've seen us out in public. There ain't no hiding that. Uh, ice cream cake. All in. Okay. Go ahead and give me your answer first. So all in, what about you? We're going to Dairy oh Queen. Oh, my God. Look at I, you. I, so, Jenna loves ice cream cakes. I tried to get her one for her birthday from the DQ. Mm-hmm. But when it's, hey, honey, it's your birthday, what do you want? I want one with traditional icing. I want a vanilla cake from, like, I like a regular. Donut place. bank. Walmart. <laughs> Wherever. Wherever <laughs> you get the buttercream icing. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. This. And then, but ice cream on the side. So there's nothing, I just like traditional. So, yeah. let me preface this with. Janelle, Janelle's side of the whole fam, they are all like ice cream cake is the second coming. They are all about it. <laughs> I have never eaten so much ice cream cake. It's what it is. When they when they get that little eight or ten inch round out of the freezer to thaw for thirty <laughs> minutes, that is what it's like. And I I love my you wife. Dip the knife into a uh, pot of boiling water oh and get the rubber mallet out to get through it. <laughs> I I have never I like that windmill chill ice cream at the Bombers game when you see old Grandma pulling her own spoon out of her purse <laughs> just to eat it, just to get hey, it. Uh, it's been uh, frozen you hard. Guys got an extra jackhammer back yeah. there, and that's uh, so. I've never like growing up, ice cream cake wasn't wasn't in the Lindemann family household. Have just, they been around a long time? Uh, as long as Dairy Queens have been around, I assume. Really? Well, I, I never don't know. I don't know. One. I I don't. See, now here's the thing. When we were kids, I don't remember her name, and my mother's probably going to chastise me for not remembering her name. But I can still remember where she lived. She lived right by where beautiful Bob's Liquor is in Holland, Indiana now. That street, which is totally embarrassing that I don't know what that street's Cherry. No. Cardinal. There's not a cherry street in Holland. doesn't matter. Bob's is on Cardinal. Is that there's not a Cardinal Street? Yeah, there is. Where Bob's Liquor is, that road is Cardinal. Okay, well that's not where I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the street when you come off of 161. Old Holland Road is what it is on the east side. Right. So when anyway, now we're, here we are again, going <laughs> back to find out what freaking street it is. It's uh, what is it? What is it? Iowa. Nope. Iowa Street goes... Redbird, not Cardinal. Redbird. Well, I was really close. Yeah, you were close. It's Mary Street. Yeah, everybody knows that, dum-dum. East Mary. Everybody knows knows it's Mary Street. There was a woman that lived on East Mary Street in Holland, Indiana, that used to make cakes for birthdays. Mm -hmm. I can remember as a child getting badass birthday Mm -hmm. cakes, like a Ninja Turtle birthday cake, or like a dump truck... Hot Wheels cake. Ooh. Or like we would get... You think we could get a Laney Wilson dump truck cake? Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, there ain't enough big, room big in the oven cake. for that. Big ass cake. But there would be... Uh, Lucky duck. I just... God, bless <laughs> Washed up NFL quarterback. <laughs> mm. But there was a... Uh, like Easter bunny cakes, you know? But like where the icing was... Oh, ruffled up, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, like the it, uh, squirty bups. Piped it out of there. Piped it out of there, you know? So, like, I can remember when we would go to the Skate Palace. 
oh, for birthday parties. Can we go to the skate palace? I'm not skating, dude. Um, I got to make a living. I got to work. I can't. My knees are and I'm, shot anyway. I don't know that it'd go over well with public for three fat guys in their <laughs> late 30s rolling into the skate Do you ever palace. see the TikTok? Neighbor Doug, neighbor Doug skated and Cab. They skated at uh, at a birthday party that I was at. They're skaters. They, oh. I mean, you can adults still skate. There's plenty of skaters. Of, I think that, it's fine if you're like invited there, well, you, but to show up like on it's an open, it's a public thing. Yeah, skate I guess house. I just got in my. There's these really weird, this weird dude that show up at school skate nights and. Rich. Wait, you had skate? Skate? You guys going to skate night? Huh? Hey, you guys coming over to skate night? It's it's up here in Richmond. We're having skate night. Hey, hey, Steve, you going to skate night? Huh? They're having, they're having skate night up there at the skate rink. It's Richmond skate night up there. Steve's coming. You coming? Huh? <laughs> you guys want to go to skate night? No, we never had uh, we never had skate night at the skate you never palace. Had skates? Huh? You never had school skates? We never no. had school skates at the oh, skate damn. palace. No. <laughs> they had they did they had all night skate they had like open skate you could do birthday parties. parties yeah now you can have like we've done birthday parties with the inflatables like I think they had they maybe have bought one or two even though I mean our friend at Jumping Jacks yeah it's probably way better than that oh for sure but like they over had, fifty we, varieties of blow ups we've yeah. done that before too but I'm not skating but what <laughs> I'm saying is is that cakes at that time of my life were traditional so somewhere between then and now the prevalence of ice cream cakes probably came so what? i would have had my first ice cream cake probably when did dairy queen create the first ice cream cake i'll, I'll look that right up for you do you have your Siri dictation turned into Ivan as an Australian woman? No. Nope. Mm. The untold truth of Dairy Queen ice cream cake. I never had one until we moved to Dubois County, I guess. Get out of here. Never had one. Wow. They're good. Cake and ice cream, but not an ice right. cream cake. So here so, so that I like that I like Did the, you ever make Siri call you a name that wasn't your name? Like Big Dick Daddy? No. <laughs> no, I have not. King Dong Smokestack. <laughs> What a mess. <laughs> King Dong Smokestack. Yeah. I was drunk one night. No way. <laughs> I love every second of it. It's good. So, so, um, the, so the, when, when do they come out? Yeah. Come on, Internet Man. I am. So the thing is, is ice cream cake is, so there's a, there is a strategical process to serve strategical? ice cream cake. Like Casey said, you have to let that summit sit out. For about a day. At for, yeah, like a turkey. You got to let that thing thaw out to where you could even dream about getting a knife in it. And then once you get a knife in it, you got to cut it right. Because then if you let it set the out. The 70s is when they became popular. I'll be damned. Well. I just keep seeing where they went. Casey took her a long way around that one. <laughs> he still ain't there. But the thing is, is I think they're good because the only, you want to know what I don't like about the ice cream cake? Tell me. After you have your party. And you, 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 leftovers. Yeah, the leftover ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. The God blessed box that come that it comes in. Trash. It's so junk that the lid don't ever get shut right. <clears throat> and I then when like you the... when you have to put it back, you have to. We have to go out. You have to go outside and put it in your deep freeze. 
Because it's so damn big, you can't put it in your house mm-hmm. freezer. I don't like the icing. The frosting on them stains real bad. Yeah. And, uh, like, you touch it, and it's on you for three it'll, years. It'll turn your teeth blue. Yeah. So here's here's why I brought it up. is because my, like, the in-law side, my wife, they just absolutely love it. And I just am not, like, I'll eat it. Yeah. But I am just not wild about it. We get, and, it, we get it every one of Justine's birthdays. I have not had a normal ice cream cake. Or, excuse me, I have not had a normal, I have not had a normal ass birthday cake. What about for your birthday? No. For your birthday, you don't even get one? No, it's ice cream. Buddy, we need to we need to make him a Jason cake. Beatles, one of my best buddies that I work with, my coworker Jason Beatles, he, hell of a baker, single dad, mm-hmm. hell of a baker. He's he's gonna make somebody a really good you, wife. You know why he's a hell of a baker? Why? Because that guy is thrifty. Well, no, well that doesn't make him Frugal. a good baker. He is tighter than bark on a tree. Well, that, but. He's a clean freak. Oh God! Clean yes. freaks follow instructions like there's no tomorrow, and they bake via the very box. Well, yeah, oh yeah, very moist, everything is very moist cake. And he's probably picked up some tips and tricks. He might throw a little pudding mix in there. Sprinkle game on point. Mm. He's not shy with sprinkles. So does he bring you guys like cookies yes. and stuff? When no, he... not cookies, cakes. He's brought a cake several times. And they're good freaking cakes. Why is he just baking cakes for you guys? Well, why the hell not? Because he's good so... at it, and they're good, and he likes to eat cake. Okay. We went over to Ann and Brian's uh, around Mother's Day. Who? Uh, just friends of the show. Oh, okay. And they got a... I'm going to say this wrong. Like, I'm, I'm going to forget what it was called. I want to tell you it was called, like, a milk cake or something. A milk cake? Milk cake? I'm, I think. What about a three, dump cake? No, that's. Are Lainey you bringing Wilson. Laney Wilson back up again? No. <laughs> Trace Leches. Oh, oh yeah, Aaron and Brian. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah, Aaron. Yeah. I thought you said Aaron. No, no, no. Yeah, Trace Leches. My brother. There's a gal in Huntingburg that, that makes them. My brother makes them too, and it's cream cheese, and a whole bunch of shit, and it is, uh, slap your mother rich like it is because Trace Leches is. Sugar three, milk. Three cheese. Three milk. Leches. I thought leches, leches was like a milk. sugar milk. Well, le- le- leches is leches. leches milk, so it's be three milk. I think it might be more like cream, though, in yeah. this particular instance. Yeah, anyway, le- leches is also cream. First time I'd had one of those, and I always thought I just wanted a tr- traditional cake for birthday cake. Oh, in God. September, yeah. I might be asking for one of them. Trace leches. Hey, yeah. can your birthday in September, because you're going to be turning 40, right? 39 this year. Oh, shoot. We got it. We got a year. Oh, okay. Well, we can plan for that. We already know what we're doing for the 40th, but we can't well, talk about it. On air or off air? We can talk about it off Okay, because I was going to say I'd like to know just in case what plans I need to make. Yeah. Uh, have any of you ever had like a cake where somebody jumps out of it? Mm-mm. Would you want that? I've been involved in something like that. How'd that go? I jumped out of a cake before. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of jokes there that I'm just going to let be. Why? It's a big ass cake. I was gonna say, yeah, I'd hope so. I don't remember who I did it for. I, I don't remember what the. I I just vaguely remember it. What's a fellow wear to jump out of a cake? <laughs> well, nothing. Oh, oh, <laughs> a salad bowl. Oh, or something like that. I didn't jump out of a cake, dipshit. <laughs> you imagine how big that freaking cake would be? No, take a freaking semi to get it in there. 
<laughs> or a forklift or what other kind of jokes you got. What other kind? What else you got? Tell me another oh, one. Hey. Tell me another one, funny man. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about dying today, and that uh, <laughs> That's talking a nice about gear change. Talking about burying me, and they're like, "Man, you better hope it's not raining because that freaking forklift would be buried like a sandwich <laughs> in that freaking cemetery, getting your big ass in the ground." You don't uh, deserve that flag. I'm getting buried in a John boat because it's, it's going to be a big asshole. Purchase from Porta Jasper. And yeah. then, if it is rainy, we'll just winch it in there. Yeah. It's we'll a, just it's float a right in. Float her in there. We'll just down that's the hill. Right. Yeah. So that's what I had. Just ice cream cake. I love them. About I, I like them. Like I said, I, I they you know they have different flavors of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we the, last, the, the last one we just had was like a uh, peanut butter. The Reese's cup. ones. Yeah, the Reese's yeah. one. It they was have good. like Heath ones. They have Oreo The ones. worst part about it is they don't put enough of the good stuff there. No. If you'd make that, that crunchy nougat at the bottom. You would make that good stuff that strip good, about. good, good. The good, good, good there about an extra like inch. Yeah. Instead of the quarter inch that it is. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a little bit more of that. Completely different ball game. All right, Smoke Dragon. What do you got, brother? Well, I was sitting there wondering this week, because <clears throat> I've noticed I'm going through ground beef faster than I had last year. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> got thinking about chickens and pigs and cows and how much I like to eat them, and how it's weird that we eat those animals and not dogs and cats and pigeons. But then I got thinking, Palomos. you know, like goats, we've got them everywhere. Chivas. But I feel like... Knowing that we had a Great Depression and a Great Recession, I mean, a goat will eat anything. Mm-hmm. They don't run off too much. They just stay there. They're mm-hmm. dumb. Nobody's going to get too attached to a goat. And I'm just not sure why we don't eat goats more. We I do. would argue with that point of contention that nobody cares about goats. I bet there's some not people as that much really as love dogs. You ever met Rick Clem? I want to say we no. We have made so many, so many jokes about eating his goats. And every time we make those jokes, he... His gets re- teary-eyed. His rebuttal is, "Is I'll kill your family. Oh, shit. You don't mess with Rick Clem's goats. Okay, well, we don't have to eat Rick's goats. Yeah, but... I uh, think goats... I think... Uh, other countries eat goats a lot, and it just seems I, like... I think in the Hispanic David, 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 David. American people eat goats. I've never had a goat. There is one of the largest meat goat farms within 10 miles of where we're sitting right now. Are you serious? 100%. Have you eaten goat? Yes. Like you make goat burgers? It's delicious. No, it's more of a like a lamb, darker meat. It's yeah, it's 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 gamey. Some would say it's it's stringy, kind of. It's not like venison. It's a cloven hoof animal, obviously, mm-hmm. not like a bear, but it's yeah. got hooves. Yeah, bears don't have. They hooves. have paws, but uh, it's it's kind of venisony. But like Casey said, it's darker. It's a little gamier. Goat is, you know. You have to prepare it properly. So so when I here again. Pipe dream. The woods at my house, on the east side of my house, west west side of my west house. Side. Goats in there? Yeah, like I wanted to do it, but the fence to put it up was just out of reach. Like it was too expensive. I couldn't well, afford. Well, you know what C Mac did no. during the show. Mm-mm. He had a similar situation. And Tell me what built- he did when you're talking in the mic, though. <clears throat> he did it more like a chicken tractor. Oh, there we can hear you. Yeah, but a goat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a small pen. He like, moved him a little you bit. You ever heard of rotational? Like it's ro- like rotational grazing. Yeah, except with, instead of big old cattle panels, he just alter, built a little alter, pen. Alternating could, paddocks. Yeah, you can move shit around. Pull it with a tractor. You know, right? <laughs> so they are. They're called Kiko goats. Mm. K I K O. 
And they are probably the toughest goat that you could buy. To eat or just yes. surviving? Okay. No, to eat. They're a meat goat, mm-hmm. but they, like, they, they thrive on negligence. Yeah. They 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 have hybrid vigor. Like they I've done a lot of research on these effing goats. But they, they're like I think they're originally from New Zealand or some mm. is where they they came Explains from. Explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but they they like the mothering of these goats, like when you if a if a mother goat would have a batch of kids, like you don't have to warm them, you don't you don't trim their hooves. You don't even have to feed them. Like, they would find their own water. Like, you would have to give them water. That's what I think the goats but, would be good for, because they'll eat any damn Exactly. Thing. They will eat anything within four feet off the ground, including the bark on the trees, yeah. which is the trouble of some part of it. But, like, hair sheep, they got it. Like, there's a... Well, that's a sheep. Well, it's the same kind of same thing. Like, you don't... They're Katahdin sheep. Like every goat and every sheep that you see that goes to the fair, mm-hmm. 95% of the time they're eaten after the fair. Really? That's just how it Well, works. there's a large population in Dubois County that well, Hispanics. loves goats. Yes. Hispanic, yeah, but you want to know something? My best friend in the whole wide world, other than you guys, yeah, Cesar Cruz Lopez, yeah. doesn't like goats. He doesn't like to eat it. He raised them when he was a kid. Yeah. Didn't eat them. Huh. I just didn't like, like goats it. would be a good sausage animal if the meat's a little gamey. I don't know. I think it's a slow roaster, right? Yeah. Will you find out how they cook them? Smoke them. Oh. Smoke goats. Grill them. Grilled goats. When I lived in Huntingburg on 5th Street, there was a small house next door to us that a group of Hispanics owned. <clears throat> and I thought it was just a... <clears throat> I thought it was just an address because there was always, you know, n- different new people coming in and out. If you catch my drift. One day I came home from work at eight thirty, nine o'clock in the morning on a weekend. Like I was working nights. I came home and there was a goat hanging from the tree that had been skinned. Oh, and and then like later on that afternoon when I woke up they were cooking the goat over a fire, oh. and like I mean that's a cool thing. I mean yeah, people eat goats all the time, David. Okay. So that's kind of the point that I'm driving. <clears throat> I guess it kind of went along. So when I was thinking about what would happen in a plane crash and how would you try to survive there, mm-hmm. then I got thinking about hopefully uh, you would stumble on a herd of goats. <laughs> well, he was bringing his pet goat. Yeah. Well, it seems like to me a goat would be just the perfect size to not have to store it. You, you know, just eat it all. Or within a couple of days before it go bad, right? Have you, know, you ever you... seen a boar goat? <clears throat> no. I they're, mean, I'm sure I have. They're as big as you. Really? Oh, yeah. American savannas, a, ki- a big Kiko bull or boar, like a big uh, billy, like a big male, like a big male meat goat can be very big. I mean, it's a big animal. Why do you know so much about goats? Ra- my grandpa them. raised them when he was kids. I've grew up goats my whole life, man. Pygmy goats. So why don't we get Nigerian some goats out on 1025? Because I can't afford the fence. I just said that. Like I, I would love to have goats. What if we rent the goat herd to people don't want to do what you want to do? Shh. Damn it, Dave. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be cool. It would be neat. But then we'd have to build a fence. I think, on TikTok. I think, the thing, the bad thing, the bad thing the about goats, though, is them some bitches are like Houdinis. 
Yeah. They'll get out of anything. Next thing you know, they're on the house with your kids reading a book in or, the summertime. Yeah, or you're out there on the highway scraping one up and paying an insurance bill for some dude to hit one doing 80 mile an hour. Well, we would highway. deny it was our goat. Yeah, trespassing. Prove it. Prove that. It was yeah. just a stray goat. Yeah. We're not going to brand them or ear tag them or nothing like that. <laughs> no. It's just a goat. No. Well, so what we really need to do is we need to fence in the south side of 1025. Or shock collars. Put our... Grandpa Marvin used to chain them to a cinder block and mm-hmm. put them out in the yard. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, not chain them. A rope, not yeah. a chain. But like a, well, we can chain them. Yeah, that's okay. Every one of our goats that we when we were kids, we wore they wore dog collars. So And then like that way we could tell which one was which. But they were all named Nanny, and they were all named Billy. Every one of them. <laughs> like Grandpa. How do you know? That's Nanny. Look at her. Well, <laughs> Yeah, but what's that one's name? Nanny. <laughs> okay, I get it. You know it's what I mean? It's easier that way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, we, just, we just fence it all in out there. We get some buffalo. Best buddy, Nobby. Yeah. His brother, Jesse. Oh, Jet. Big goat guy. Always had goats. Really? Him and Bobby Nobby, when, they, when we were growing up, like they all had goats. And they lived right on one of the main highways around here. <laughs> and you would not believe how many people stop by and try to buy old Chewy? Oh, quite a few, quite a few. And Chewy was a big goat, big old. I think he. Was, I don't remember what the, Jesse could probably tell me what kind he was, but he was either like a Nigerian or uh, he wasn't a boar. He made some kind of cross or whatever, but he was just a. So you got eating goats, you got milking goats, and you got pet goats, and you got yoga goats. My goats that I yoga when goats. I was a kid, our goats were the pet kind. Like they weren't, you couldn't eat them. I mean, you could. Those but, screaming goats crack me. Oh, like that. But ours were the pygmies, pygmies, and the little guys. Were they faint? No, those are uh, fainting goats. Myotonics. Ricky's got some of those. Larry, you know what that is? Larry and Curly. You know why they do that? Tell me. Defense it, mechanism. Yeah. Well, for the herd. So when something exciting happens, that's when they faint. Mm-hmm. And so. However, God designed that bad boy. Yeah, that's how it is. It would yeah. be to protect the herd. Yeah. So you would back in the olden days, herders would have a few mixed in with the flock. We had one when we were kids, and <coughs> son of a bitch got it, it. We always so Grandpa always had a horse or a pony. Sunny, we had a we all uh, kind of like Grandpa was always we always had a lot of cool shit when we were kids, chickens and all kind of stuff. And one of the goats, you know, that explains a lot about you. Why? Because you really collect a lot of shit there on that other side of 1025. Yeah. The goats. Dave, are you okay? Uh-oh. Baker's dozen. They would always, the, the goat would get on the back of the pony. And then the one time the goat got on the back of the pony and the pony didn't like it. And then the pony kind of spooked a little bit. And then the goat fainted and fell clean on the floor. Oh, shoot. It was awful. But, yeah, people eat goat. They eat a lot of goat. You can get, I think there's a restaurant in Owensboro that's kind of like a barbecue spot that they used to have mutton, which You're is sheep. About- they had mutton on their on their hot bar. Mutton and, uh, you're thinking of uh, <coughs> Moonlight Barbecue. Yes. Oh, you just didn't want to say their name. Yeah. Yeah. Free ad for them. I don't <coughs> Yeah, Mutton's okay. big down there. Yeah, in Kentucky. What's your problem? I don't know. He's <laughs> too much goat. <coughs> you smell like dead goat. Oh, he's gonna puke now. 
If you puked, we're not editing this like out. Eggs. We're not <laughs> editing this out. Bloody hell, that's eggy. <laughs> we're not editing. I got a scratchy throat. A uh, lot of jokes there. Yeah, a lot of jokes there. <laughs> I'm not completely sure I didn't swallow a bug, maybe. Uh, okay, well, now that Dave's going to die. <laughs> um, <laughs> Survive the sushi. Yeah. But you're going to die. Cough that Probably goes. a sesame seed. Yeah. As we get through days coughing, it is that time. Here we go. For everybody's favorite segment, the Merkley and Sons Choice Cuts Questions of the Week for the Fellas, sponsored by Merkley and Sons. Guess what, Mace? Tell me. The ultimate destination for meat enthusiasts. By now, we are all familiar with the glizzy machine. Smoke has had to up his cholesterol medicine. Big Mace is tampering with the scale, and, well, hell, I'm trying to figure out how to keep my blood pressure at a respectable level. But we have a glizzy machine, and why not use that sucker? That's right. What has been going on the glizzy machine is Merkley and Sons' variety of dogs and brats. We have had the all-beef dogs, the jumbo skinless dogs, and the normal skinless dogs. The brats... Well, Merkley's has about four or five varieties of brats. And they're all good. But I think our favorite was the Philly steak brats we had last week. Stop in today, get a pack. It's an easy dinner night and will certainly be fan favorites. Smoke's trying to cough up that dog. (laughs) He's got that dog in him. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. So we've got, I kind (laughs) of debated where to go. We've got some long ones here today. Couple some questions. Figured it might be good to have a long segment from Miss Jennifer Hassenauer. Oh. So Jen sent in. Unlimited alcohol for life or unlimited glizzies for life? Alcohol. Alcohol. <coughs> Are you for sure about that? Yeah. Talking to the mic. Alcohol. Don't cough into it. I think I'm going to go Glizzy's because if we can rotate those brats for Merkley's, like that's a pretty life. good selection. You really want unlimited booze for life? I feel like it's a better trading thing than Glizzy's. <laughs> what do you think kills you faster, the alcohol or the Glizzy's? Ooh, I don't trade them. Huh? <clears throat> You'll barter alcohol better than you would Glizzy's. Will you join us back here at the table or what? Are you going to be I'm all right? Sorry, I'm trying. I got something going on here. If you had to pick only one to save, oh shit, this turns dark. Would it be your wife or your kids? What? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. I don't write them, I just read them. If you had to choose one to save, situation. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Terrible. What's, what do you got? <clears throat> My kids, because yeah, my we're going wife, after, we're my going wife after would kids. not, <clears throat> my wife would um, be super pissed if I saved her, not the kids. Yeah, yeah, I think kids for me, because my wife would figure out how to swim. That's right, she knows how to swim, so it'd be okay. They didn't say drowning. Well, I'm going with the most <laughs> relevant situation that it would be. If you had to pick one person to make all of your decisions <laughs> for the rest of your life, who would it be and why? David Allen Smoker. Oh, wow, that's a big vote of confidence. Yeah, Who would you pick, buddy? To make all my decisions? Wyatt. Tay's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a good head on it. For yeah. sure. Good head on his shoulders. 
Uh, this is a tough one. I don't know. I wouldn't. There's not not a chance in hell that David Allen Smokes would make all the decisions for me. I would be dead in a week. Well, so who would it be? I I don't know. What do you mean you'd be dead in a week? I'm still here. <laughs> Barely. Good God! I think you're about ready to stroke out now. I don't know. There's some bug or something. Uh, your hymen's getting inflamed. <laughs> That's what it is. Hey, maybe you and Morgan Whalen could get together. Last night we I let the liquor talk. talk. Shout out, Nat Brat. Who would I Huge let fan. control my decision making? Hmm. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. My brother, I guess. My brother. Like if I would become a vegetable and my wife left me and my kids aren't old enough to be competent, I guess my brother. I don't know. I. <laughs> So why not, like, I guess I want to know a little bit deeper. Why not, like, your wife, Smoke? Because she's got to worry about them damn kids. Well, oh. it's one of, I guess I just assumed if somebody has to make decisions for me, it's because I'm old. Uh, uh, you know, like, need a legal power of attorney. Uh, so she'd probably need it, too. And then Wyatt just got picked because he's the oldest. Yeah. I, I mean... I guess because it says the rest of your life. So if it was this point going forward, I truly believe Janelle would have the best interest for me. But I think my dad, too. I think dad, yeah, dad wouldn't let anything happen to me. When was the turning point in your life when you realized that your parents were pretty much always right? I'm trying to think of when that would have been. Um, always right. I was going to wonder if you got that just for you. <laughs> I was like, he just got up and got himself a bottle of water. All smokes over here coughing up a lung. I was like, that's cold. I don't know, man. I My parents have always been right forever. Like, I, I mean... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my yeah. Like, I don't know. Early. Way young. I don't know. Young. Yeah, I think I just assumed that was the case, I suppose. When they told me that... that <laughs> when they told me not to blink because my kids would grow up fast. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's true. Like, I, I, they've always been... Yeah. They're my parents. <laughs> they're smart. I would say that I probably took heed of the advice and counsel... As I aged, probably through college, and then when I got to law school, it probably was the biggest point where that was tougher in the long run. But I would say, you know, always knew they were right. Mom was very uh, well-grounded in things, you know, wasn't quick to make rash decisions. And my father had lived a lot of life, a lot of life experience there. So I think I trusted from the early get-go. Um, because of those life experiences that I knew they had. So I'd say, you know, high school was probably about right, but probably more so when I got into the late stages of college and law school and probably that trip up to Michigan when they left and I was getting ready to embark on something where I had no <laughs> clue what I was doing. Um, I would say probably there's a good starting point. Yeah. Uh, what is a piece of advice or a saying that you learned from your parents that you are now passing on to your children. For example, life isn't fair. Get used to it. Hmm. Well, that's one that'll live the test of time, I guess. You know, but then now there's a modified one. It's like you get what you get and don't throw a fit and all that shit. You know, but um, I don't know. 
you got two choices stay mad get over it or stay mad or get over it i don't know uh i don't know man all kinds of little things like that my mom used to say I can't think of any single one. I can't either. Not really. I'm drawing a blank. I think it would. I think the one piece of our advice or saying, anytime I would call home or something that was going on, the first question would be, "Well, did you give your best effort?" And then based on that was the follow up, because you knew if you didn't give your best effort. You had nothing to be bitching about. Yeah. So yeah. I think that was for yeah, me. Yeah, no, not I, really. <laughs> I think that was for me because it would, you know, I'd call and want to gripe about something. And I'm like, well, did you study? Did you prepare? Did you work hard? And then it was like, well, no, I drank bush light and played beer pong and didn't get to bed till 3 a.m. Like those, you know, I think that some of that accountability. Huh. Oh, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> Who would guess? <laughs> if you knew that you were going to lose your sight in three months, what is the top person, place, or thing you would want to see before your eyesight is gone? Oh, God. We, are, we already covered this. <laughs> Just watch my kids. Yeah. I think that's what it would be, too. Like, when we head down to that swamp, <coughs> like, that's a memory. Yeah. Have, never hope you lose. Yeah. So that would probably be. Um, what car would you turn into if you were a Transformer? What the hell? An El Camino. More like a coughing Camino. (laughs) 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 I am Optimus Prime. I would probably turn into uh, some sort of... uh, D9. (laughs) (laughs) The 11th bulldozer. No, I don't know, man. Uh, A Tanya Tahoe. That's what I would turn into. I think I'd... It kind of almost like the movie Cars. Tomater. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, probably like a truck. I think I'd turn into a truck. That's where I would be at. Uh, if you could be a dinosaur, which one would you be? <laughs> I love it. A stegosaurus. <laughs> I got them plates on my head. <laughs> oh, my. Smoke? Well, what are them turtly looking little bastards? That's a Segatorus. No, no, well, a Segatorus never exists. (laughs) Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus has the plates, but there's little turtly bastards that had little, like, thumper tails. Yeah, like it looked like a mace. Yeah. Whatever those are called. I think I'd want to be a... uh, What's the flying one? A pterodactyl? Yeah. Because it's got a pee in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be a pterodactyl. Because you want a little pee in you? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, because when the kids, like when Zoe was younger, like she'd run, like the kids all like squawked, and Janelle and I would joke that they're pterodactyls. But I think if you could fly as a dinosaur, probably say. dinosaurs. Is that really what you Google? Here, here it Ankylosaurus. is. That's what I was going to say. Here here it is. What's that called? <laughs> Anky. Hey, yeah, I'll give you a hundred bucks. You can call that. Good, good. All right. Love what you guys Those do. good ones. I start every Friday with you. Keep it up. Thanks, Jen, for your questions. Some pretty deep ones there, fellas. Yeah. And may get in trouble there, depending on who's listening and who you decided to save. Yeah, uh, it is now time for the Let the Dutchman Be Your DJ as we kind of get here to the 
end of uh, end of the summer, we will probably move on to soup recipes and crockpot recipes. Oh, I can't wait for that. Um, I think maybe what we'll do is um, we'll probably let it be uh, one person's week to pick one, and they can come present their crockpot or soup recipe uh, to the group. I think that'd be good. You know, we put the recipe in the comments or down below wherever it may go but uh are we really doing that because i only know like two soups you really yeah buddy it's called google you can pretend your way through anything okay all right that boy uh so now it is time for the let the dutchman be your dj big mace what you got uh first off i'm going i'm going with a little vibey type music this week just because i was kind of in a down mood today yeah you you talked about it you know, just kind of in an easy listening mood. My first song is going to be by Incubus, and it's going to be Wish You Were Here. Mm. That's they, a good. Have they done any new music in a while? Not for a while, no. I don't think so. Uh, the next one, a little Do bit. Do they even tour anymore? Little up, yeah, a little upbeat, a little upper beat. Uh, 311, Beautiful Disaster. Mm. And then... Last but not least is something that I guarantee you Casey's probably never heard. David, I know you've heard this, but it's by a band with a controversial name, a band by the name of The Butthole Surfers, and the song and title is Pepper. I was listening to that the other day. It came over, it came across my... uh, Playlist was mowing the soccer field last Friday, and I hadn't heard that forever. Yeah, they were rolling down an avalanche coming down the mountain. I don't mind the sun sometimes, innocence and brew. I can smell it on your skin and wear it in your shoes. Yeah, it's a good one. Smell it in your clothes, I think. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, sounds terrible. All right, Dave, what do you got? First one up here is uh, going to be Playboys of the Southwestern World by Blake Shelton. Are you really a Blake Shelton guy? Old Blake Shelton? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like voice Blake Shelton, you're out? He just hadn't done that much lately, like Old Red, you know, Austin. Old Red. Austin's a great song. Uh, then we're going to I Ain't Got It All That Bad by Montgomery Gentry featuring Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. And then Crazy Eddie's Last Hurrah by a group called Reckless Kelly. Sounds really like a great song. Uh, Heavy Eyes by Mr. Zach Bryan. Green River by Creedence Clearwater Revival. And Tomorrow's Going to Be a Bright Day by Jim Croce for me. Mm -hmm. Some good good easy listening there. We'll get them added on there. Keep enjoying. Keep listening. I think it's up to like, what, 75 hours or something crazy? That's a lot. I don't know what it is, but... 75 hours? I don't know. I was speculating Good to that. Good grief. Great hoogly moogly. <laughs> you see the size of that playlist? <laughs> Look at the fun bags on that warlock. <laughs> Here we go, boys. It is time. Don't be upset that it's over. Be glad that it happened. It is the last pass brought to you by our friends at Hof Outdoor Power. Mace? Mace. Yeah, buddy. You have a Polaris side-by-side. Yep. And I'm jealous of it. I know. Smoke probably is, too. Yeah. You've got an awesome six-seater that you move up and down on our county road just showing it off. (laughs) But have you guys checked out Hope Outdoor Power's Facebook page lately? I have. Mm. 
if you haven't, let me tell you that they just shared some of the best possible news. The new Polaris Ranger Extreme Duty has dropped, and fellas, they look amazing. Oh, yeah. Those things are unreal. It is like a side-by-side on steroids. I can only hope that Hope Outdoor Power lands one on their showroom floor that maybe we get to take a look at. Oh, my. You know, side-by-side responsibly, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. But maybe they just let us borrow it for a while. I think they'd set us up with one for that Strassen Fest last weekend just so we could get around. And not yeah, 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 yeah. Not have to, yeah. If you're not interested in the Ranger Extreme Duty, that's okay. That's okay. There's plenty of side-by-sides for everybody at Hope Outdoor Power. There is a lot of showroom floor with two-passenger all the way up to the six-passenger options. If you don't work the war- If you don't want the workhorse... Get you the sporty side-by-side if that's what you're looking for. You know, you can just choose what you want, Smoke. Yeah. Go see the fellas today. Pick you out a side-by-side that you like. And the neighborhood is for sure going to be envious. Uh, Those new uh, Ranger Extreme Duties look good. Look good. Big fella, we got? Uh, Well, it's August. It is. Um... Confirmed. July flew through. I didn't. Yeah. Crazy how fast time's going. Hey, what did did I tell you? Yeah. When it hits Memorial Day, summer's over. That's right. Uh, Summer's never long enough. Ambulance going down the road there. Not coming here, buddy. (laughs) Got a warning system. They heard smoke coughing. But, uh, you know, the uh, so like I said, summer's about over. School starts next week. No, they've been into school. Oh, yeah, that is right. When this comes out, school's already started. Um, Good luck to everybody getting started. Uh, Southridge Raider football is getting ready to kick off. It's an exciting time. Squirrel season is almost here. That means that that's just one step closer to uh, deer season. Orange hat brigade. Duck season is my favorite time of year. Uh, But with that being said... uh, Appreciate all the kind words. Look us up. Stay posted. Stay tuned for continuing education, <laughs> continuing information on the barbecue competition. We only have room for 20 teams. So as soon as we launch that the page to get signed up, you're going to have to get signed up quick. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, hopefully you're already signed up. And on that note, don't private message or no like we'll post it where it is yes. we are not going to make any decisions and say no oh well, we got to reserve a spot for so and so no it has to, you have to go online the first 20 get it in and we'll we'll just and listen and listen if there's more than 20 that sign up maybe next year we just grow it a little bit bigger that's right we'll just have to find more room we'll that's figure the only, it out that's the only amount of room that we got for it this year yeah but anyway, other than that, guys, uh, I'm excited for this weekend. Well, last weekend, if you're listening to this, but we're going to be out and about, out in the public, and uh, I can't believe we're doing it, and I'm having a blast doing it. And it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be anything without you guys. So thank you. Keep listening. Like, share, subscribe. Smash that follow button. Smoke dragon. We got. <clears throat> well, we got a. He's got a cough. Is what he's got. Got a cough. Don't know what's going on there yet, but we'll figure it out. Um. So, oldest boy. Yep. Started high school this week. 
Middle boy started middle school this week. Youngest boy started kindergarten. Kindergarten this week. That's a milestone, Dave. And I uh, woke up this morning, went to work, got ready for work, and he was little one was still he somewhere in the night snuck in there between mom and dad, and you know slept there. I'm like, Dad gone. Just about over with this. I know, man. Like it's, it's the other over. boys and we're going, ah, you're too old, get the hell out of the bed, you know. And now I'm like, gosh, dang, you know now. They're all growing up and moving on, so I guess just, you know, treasure the time and all that That's good. horse shit, because it goes by quick. Yeah, all that, next thing, all that you know, happy horse shit. All that happy That's horse serious. Shit. Everybody always says, it, oh, it flies by. You'll, you won't know where it went. And Daggone, I got a kid down there. It's probably going to be shaving soon. He's been working out. Getting. I'm going to have to throw him down the stairs soon just to remind him who he is. That's right. <clears throat> where he come from. The middle, <laughs> middle ones. <laughs> You know, he'll be there before too long and a little, I don't know. It's, That's crazy, Bob. It's wild. It's part of it. I told I told Ryan the other day, he's three, I said, you'll never be big enough to take down the old man. Mm. Janelle goes, what happens if he turns into this 6'5 monster broad as a house like you? And I'm like, well, first off, dear, I'm not 6'5. <laughs> but if that bitch turns out to be 6'5, I hope in between when he steps between either the ball court lines or the white lines on a baseball field when or he a enters the, field. When he, when he enters the transfer portal from LSU and goes over to <laughs> yeah. Auburn. Yeah, yeah, wherever he's going to go. I just hope I go on them college visits. Yeah. Uh, Roll Anyways, uh, here's what I'm going to say. I uh, To all of our teacher friends that listen and watch, watch this show, Oh, yeah. uh, I hate that you had to go back to work. Yeah, okay. buckle up. It's about time. I hate you had to go back to work. Um, it is, uh, you know, really a shame the last two months that you had off. Just know that fall break is only about nine weeks away, <laughs> and you'll have a full week off there. And then guess what? When you get back in October... Uh, December's right around the corner where you'll have two weeks off. Uh-huh. And then when you have those two weeks off, guess what? You just have to go about another. We're not making any friends on this <laughs> well, <laughs> I love it. I, I say that in jest, but I also say it kind of tongue in cheek because uh, welcome back to work. Uh, hopefully you're going to have a great school that's year. Right, that's right. But uh, for the kids. just want to say I'm excited uh, with our eldest starting kindergarten played golf with with the guy the other day that was like you know we're getting ready to take our youngest to college and i'm like i'm on the complete opposite end of that spectrum and he just said you know kind of smoke like what you said just enjoy it mm-hmm. they just enjoy it this will be the it. last year for me to have all three kids at holland Elementary. yeah which by the way you know one of my final thoughts too is mace if your kids don't protect that little girl that's neighbor there's going to be issues. No, dude. I expect there to be some supervision. There'll be a blanket. Okay. I expect there to be she'll a little be, supervision. She'll be under the cloak of trust. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. uh, I say that in jest to the teachers, but uh, it's kind of like you get to, I can remember our May episode when school got over and you got kind of talk about those like, oh, we went to preschool graduation. Oh, yeah. And here we're moving on to the next. It's been a great summer full of golf. Kindergarten roundup. Yeah, it's been great, and it has been fun. And, uh, you know, what we just did this past weekend uh, is unreal. Uh, getting out, shaking hands, mm-hmm. kissing babies. Hopefully we can do some more of that as schedule allows. Right. But we appreciate everybody's support. A couple things we want to get to yet before we go. The first... Our friends at the Holland Legion Riders, who will be who we were with this past weekend, will be in a Toys for Tots poker run on Sunday, 
September 24th, 2023. Registration 9 to 10:45 a.m. Kickstands up at 11. 15 bucks per person. Begins at the old Eagles in Huntingburg. That's right. They'll have biscuits and gravy and sandwiches available. Oh, my. And it'll end at the Holland Legion. I might not even ride. I might just go up there for the B's and G's. Yeah. Right. But uh, all vehicles welcome. Uh, we've got it right here. Toys hey, for Tahoe. T- you guys want to ride in the Tahoe? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. But uh, Toys for Tots, great organization. Uh, we'll post it and share it out. Uh, helps those kids. Uh, underprivileged. You know, maybe helps to get them something for Christmas they may not otherwise get. But our friends there, uh, Holland Legion Riders, uh, Marine Corps League has been a big, uh, I think, national sponsor with Mm -hmm. Toys for Tots. Right. Um, So there's that. And then, uh, you know, shout out to our buddy Cord O'Brien, Mingy Beef Jerky, the snacks he drops off here. He Mm. just dropped off a bunch. Mm. We hadn't seen him in a while. Bon appetit. We began to wonder, but he's been back. So if you see a Mingy Beef Jerky stand... Bags. Uh, bags of it. Buy it. It's great. It's delicious. Mm. You see some Bon Appetit mm. snacks. Yeah. Buy it. Support the organization. Cord drops off a lot of stuff for us. Good friend of the program, and we appreciate it. So with that, we'll see you next time. Dutchman out.